When the leader gets better, everybody else gets better too. The organization gets stronger, staff feel better, morale goes up. It's vital, I think, to always look to improve. And this is one major way for a leader to do that. This is Lead with Culture. I'm Kate Bowman, and on this episode, we're talking about the impact of coaching, especially if you lead a team or you want to lead a team in the future. I was joined by Jessica Fow, CEO of Lighthouse Behavioral Wellness Centers. She is a remarkable leader and has a real passion for helping her team members grow so that the organization grows. We talked about some of the challenges that come along with leading a team, dealing with challenging times, and why it can definitely feel a little bit lonely at the top. Enjoy this episode. Jessica, hi. Thank you so much for chatting with us today. I'm so excited to have you on. Thank you so much. I'm really honored to be here. We are going to have such a fun conversation, and I'm excited to dig into it because we've been working with you for a few years now. So there's lots to discuss, lots to talk about. But before we dive in, why don't you share a little bit about Lighthouse and what you do over there? I'm the CEO of Lighthouse Behavioral Wellness Centers. We're down in Southern Oklahoma. We're a very large nonprofit that helps people that are experiencing mental illness and substance abuse. So it's a really important job. We've got a lot of people that need our help. How did you get into that work? My background is law. I used to practice law, but I got out of that and went into nonprofit work. And I just love helping people. So it was a perfect job for me. Oh, that's awesome. And I love that you love helping people. And you also are big into personal development because we've been working together. You came and got certified to be a dream manager. And not only did you find a gift in that, but also a gift in coaching and what coaching has done for you. So talk a little bit about your journey with the dream manager. I feel like one of my talents is turning companies around and cleaning up messes. And so that was one of the reasons that I joined this company originally several years ago. But as we started doing better, I really realized I was getting out of my comfort zone. And so I wanted to look for things that could help me become a better leader. And at the same time, I was looking for things to help motivate our staff who was doing a phenomenal job in our community. And so I stumbled upon the dream manager. It was in 2020 and you guys did a virtual class. And just fell in love with the whole concept of the Dream Manager program. That then introduced me to Michelle, who has now become my coach. And it's worked. I love that you said you were intentionally looking for something to help with your leadership, especially during 2020, right? That was a really interesting time. It was our first virtual certification. We did it, obviously, out of necessity because of what was happening in the world in 2020. and. A lot of leaders, we were dealing with a lot of uncertainty. We're always dealing with uncertainty, but this was just at a different level we weren't used to. When you were searching for something, what were you looking for? What had you kind of experienced in the past? I had joined a group here in Oklahoma called C12. I think it's a national group, but it's a group of CEOs and we meet monthly together. So that was helping me, but I wanted more one-on-one. So through that C12 group, I learned about the Dream Manager program. Somebody mentioned it. We watched a video. I read the book. I'm just constantly looking for ways to improve. And so that just fit with us. Then when I discovered that you guys also did coaching, it was just the perfect fit for us. And so during that time, especially in 2020, 
as everybody was, just blindly walking forward. And I needed someone to help me focus. What's important? What's not important? What can wait? What do I need to work on today? Because plans that we had made for the next six months totally went away immediately in 2020. And it was what's happening today, what's happening tomorrow, what's happening the next day. And so participating both in the Dream Manager program and then with Michelle coaching me, it was so helpful. Initially, that was unexpected. Of course, I didn't do it because it was 2020, because of COVID, but it was just one of those things that the timing worked out beautifully. What are some of the benefits that you've seen immediately when you started doing the one-on-one? Because I think that's a good distinction, right? A lot of us can belong to groups. When we go to groups like C12 and other things, it's great because we're around like-minded people, but to actually have that one-on-one access to someone who is solely there for you, that you get for an hour, just talk about you, yourself, your favorite topic. So what were some of the things that you experienced with your sessions? One of the main things is just she had gotten to know me so well through the dream manager programming and curriculum. Obviously, we're talking about myself. We're talking about me. We're talking about my dreams, work and personal. And Michelle, she held me accountable. There was no getting around in a group. You can kind of go, well, I don't have anything to report today. When you're sitting there one-on-one, she's like, okay, tell me what you've been working on for the last month. And it was wonderful because through her coaching, she helped me to understand, and I kind of mentioned this already, but helped me to really figure out what was important, not only to me, but to Lighthouse. And especially in that turbulent time of 2020, that's what I needed. I needed someone to say, this is your job, Jessica. You've got to figure out. You're the CEO. Everybody's waiting for you. So how are you going to do this? And she helped me think through some very difficult decisions. As the coach, she doesn't have a stake in the outcome. Her objectivity also helped a lot. I found it refreshing because it wasn't a family member. It wasn't a coworker. It wasn't an employee. I could really talk to her about some concerns and fears and thoughts that I had, and she could objectively help me think through them. And that was one of the most valuable insights that I had, especially in that time of 2020, 2021. It's beautiful because that is exactly what a coach is supposed to do, right? Is to ask you great questions, to help you think through things and hold you accountable to do them. You, Jessica, did not want to show up at your session saying, oh, I didn't do the thing I said I was going to do. We don't want to do that. And it is a friendship, but it's also, I didn't want to disappoint her. We had said, I'm going to work on these things. And I did my best to make sure that I'd worked on them. And it was just nice. It was really what I needed and continue to need. She has been so much fun. The other piece of that accountability is also when things were successful that we had talked about and planned. And she helped me think through. And then it worked. That was so much fun to share that with her. And I looked forward to talking with her about the different milestones that we were attaining. And I also felt very free and safe in that conversation with her because I could really tell her anything. How has coaching helped you become a better coach to your people? It has helped. And one of the things that Michelle has worked with me is asking more questions instead of giving an opinion. I love to brainstorm and people come and say, what do you think about this? And I'm like, great, let's do this and this. And then they leave. That's my natural way. 
And so she's helped me to slow down a little bit and to say, tell me more about what you think. How would you do it? What would work best for you? And it has helped. I can tell that it's made me a better leader because now people aren't coming to me for red or blue, red, green or white, green. They get to make those decisions and it's not always on me. And then the second thing is it's empowering them to think a little more critically. And I feel that her coaching has helped me to do that. Just to be mindful of the behaviors that I tend to go toward because she's gotten to know me so well over these last three years. She has recognized some tendencies that I have and has helped me to focus on the strengths and let go of those that aren't so helpful. So it's been really good. A coaching relationship is interesting because you both grow together. Working with so many really incredible people, we get to grow alongside of you and we get to see the growth that you've had and we get to push you when other people might not push you because we know and we've seen what you've gone through. We know and we've seen what you can do. And so we sometimes just need that cheerleader that person that's going to challenge us to think about things in a different way, to make the hard decisions that we might not have made otherwise. And also, you said that you don't want to disappoint her. Isn't that funny how we don't want to disappoint our coach, yet we will disappoint ourselves before we had a coach all day. We will not do the thing we said we were going to do for weeks, months, years. The second you have a coach, you're doing that thing because you don't want to go and disappoint your coach, which I find so funny. I don't know what that is, but that accountability partner really makes a difference. I do remember one thing that she really did for me, and it goes along with what you're asking about, is she would ask those tough questions. We would meet monthly. And so each month we would have topics. And so I was having trouble with one of my leaders, major supervisor in this organization. And I talked about the situation. She helped me think through it. And then the next month it was still struggling along. And she finally said, how long are you going to put up with this? That was a really tough question because I realized that I was allowing this behavior to continue. And I said, I don't want to allow it anymore. And she said, okay, let's talk through what you need to do to fix the behavior. And we ended up having to let the person go. That's not something fun to have to do, but she helped me to stop dragging it out and it helped me to make the decision I needed to make. And it was better for Lighthouse when this person left. And so I appreciated that accountability, that tough question. I really needed it. And that's the kind of thing that a coach can do. It sounds like it even helped you with the confidence in that decision that you're making. We talked about what can I say? What can I do? Do I call them into my office or do I meet them? I mean, we just kind of went through some of those basic things that I've done a lot. But this particular one was tough, and she understood why. She just really helped me to think through it. And that's where I feel like I became a better leader through that conversation with her. And I know that I helped Lighthouse because the recognition that that person was not helping us, I needed to really see that, and she helped me to do that. The impact of a coach is it's measurable yet hard to measure all at the same time. But I can look back on where I was three years ago and see a huge growth. I am much stronger now. A lot of that is because of the work that I've done with Michelle as my coach. And then also going through the Dream Manager program with her, which helped me to recognize what's important to me personally and what's important to me professionally. 
I love it. And you, I mean, you're the CEO. A lot of CEOs feel a little lonely because we can't go to our coworkers and share our deepest, darkest, you know, when we're feeling like we don't really know where we're going. And so we can be vulnerable with our team, of course, but not in certain situations. We can't share everything with them. And so why do you feel that it's important for CEOs, executives, leaders that sometimes feel like they're in a little silo? Why is it important for more of those leaders to get a coach? I found for me that I really work better when I have someone I can talk through the issues with. But you're exactly right. My husband was getting sick of me talking about stuff. Just do this. You know, like, I can't do it. He doesn't work here. He doesn't know. We have personal stuff we need to be talking about, not work all the time. And so I can't really use him. And then coworkers, some of the things that I was grappling with involve them. And so you can't lean into a coworker. Everybody answers to me. And so there just wasn't anyone I could really go into depth with and get some advice from that didn't have some interest in the outcome. And to have a coach for the CEO, I can't imagine going very long without that. It just kind of helped me, especially in 2020, when things were so crazy constantly. I needed that safe space. I remember talking to people, to staff, and saying, it's going to be okay. We're doing great. You're going to be all right. You're going to be all right. Then you shut the door slowly and go into your office and (laughs) figure it out. Exactly. And so to be able to have that coach that I could call, and it's hard for me to put into words, yet the feeling is very strong that if there is a CEO out there or a leader of an organization, an owner of a company that is thinking, I might need a coach, I want to get better, my answer would always be yes. The investment is worth it. It comes back multiple ways, and it just has been so beneficial to me. And when the leader gets better, everybody else gets better too. The organization gets stronger, staff feel better, morale goes up. It's vital to always look to improve. And this is one major way for a leader to do that. And you're bringing that into your team. So not only are you getting coached, but we are so excited because now you're putting some of your other executive, some of your leadership team through coaching and you have the dream manager. So Obviously, you believe in coaching because you're getting it out to your team. So talk a little bit about that. Why was it important to you for your executive team to start getting coaching? And the dream manager, too. Why has that been such an important part for you? Basically, kind of what I said, you know, I want to walk the walk and talk the talk, that I want to pass it along. I feel like it has been extremely beneficial for me. Personally, I've been able to fulfill some dreams. Michelle helped me to get those done and hold me accountable for things that I had said were important to me personally. But then work-wise, I also feel like I've grown as a leader. And so as I sit around with my leadership team, I want them to have those same experiences. Our whole leadership team is going to go through the Dream Manager program starting in July. So it's a year-long program. Very, very excited about that. And part of that is some of the coaching too. I'm really looking forward to hearing about how it goes with them. I know they're just going to love it and grow as leaders. And that's an exciting thing because I know as our leaders, as our chief level leaders get stronger, again, the whole organization is going to get better. Yeah. When they grow personally and professionally, then you're creating a coaching culture. So you're getting coached and now you get to take that and 
work with your team on it. So they're already learning and growing just because you're becoming a better coach. And now they're going to have specific one-on-one coaching. So they're going to learn all those similar questions and how to think through their decision-making process. And then, so it's just going to trickle down. And so now everyone in the organization is going to be having these conversations about growth and personal development and all of these different things to help them grow as individuals and help with communication, empathy, trust, all of these things come especially with Dream Manager, because your team is talking about their dreams and they're celebrating each other. And when we talk about our dreams, we start connecting on a deeper level. We start realizing like, oh, wow, I had no idea that Jessica had a dream of going to Italy. I do too. You know, we just get to feed off of each other. So talk a little bit about how you've experienced that in the people that work there. As we have spread out the Dream Manager program to the rest of the staff, I'm really seeing the whole new level of comfort and happiness and morale boosting because it gets hard if you just go to work and go home and you're just going to work and go home. And one of the things about the Dream Manager program is that it helps you to remember how to dream and to think through what really is important to me. When my parents passed away a few years ago, the Dream Manager program really helped me to understand what legacy did I want to leave for them. It was something I didn't realize I was holding on to, but I was. And once that came up, because one of the levels of the Dream Manager program is there's all these different categories and one of them is legacy. And we talked a lot about my parents and what I wanted to do to honor them. And it just meant so much to me. I felt happier. I felt more confident because I was able to honor them. And so that's just one little example of what was going on with me. But then I have all these other staff members that are going through the same thing. And it brings this camaraderie together that is hard to replicate without it. Secondly, and almost more importantly, because here I am the CEO with my CEO hat on, it reminds people that their job is really important because it's hard to fulfill a dream if you don't have a job. We need some money to fulfill most of our dreams. Most dreams have a price tag on them. So I want to invest in our staff. I also want them to be healthy and happy. I want their money to be straightened up and comfortable and they feel good and not in a lot of debt. And so all of those things, the Dream Manager program helps them to work through, but it also reminds them that Lighthouse is investing in me. This is a great place to work. They care about me. And I want to care about them. And so I've really seen this bond that has grown among those that have gone through the program. So we now have a little over 40 staff that have gone through the program with our full-time dream manager. And I can really see the impact that it's making. So I'm excited to let our C-suite group go through it too. They've seen it too, but they haven't had a chance to experience it. And so I think they're going to have some really fun experiences over the next year. Well, I'm excited to see the transformation over there with your entire team because having them go through it and then they finally get to experience it themselves. And you're right. It is one of those things. I think because so many people have never experienced coaching, it's really hard to describe to somebody what it's like. But once you just take a few sessions in, I mean, it's so interesting. There's organizations that we'll work with and we'll have some of their dreamers who wanted to do it, but also they were very skeptical. And after about three or four sessions, those are the people that even in the beginning, they might come to a first session like, 
I don't know how much I want to say to you, who are you? And you're this stranger. And all of a sudden, they're telling you their deepest, darkest fears and dreams, and you've built this relationship with them. And it's one more reminder of how we are all so much more similar than we are different and how dreams connect each one of us and how everybody really just needs a safe space to talk to someone about what's going on in their brain and their minds. And especially today with so much going on, we live in such an interesting time of pandemics and AI and all the things that are happening. It's like people's lives are becoming more and more dysfunctional as we're growing, unless we're really intentional about making sure that we're staying on track. That's right. I did want to make the distinction between a coach and a counselor because it's not therapy. It's not a counselor that you're talking with. It's a coach. And every good team has a coach. You got to have that person who's on the sidelines that are cheering you on, that is making you go that extra mile, that is working on the playbook, helping you learn all those things to use athletic metaphors. But I think that's really the difference. And so some of that hesitation there, I think sometimes comes from this thought of you're my therapist. And that's not at all what it is. It's a true coach for your leadership, working through how to be a better CEO for this company to all the staff who are counting on me to make good decisions. And it is, you mentioned how sometimes it feels really lonely and it does sometimes. And that's where the coach comes in and can really help focus and help me move forward in a confident way. And it has changed Lighthouse because of that benefit. And I want to make sure that the rest of the leadership staff also experience that. You are doing it over there. You are making it happen. And it is inspiring to watch. And I am just so thrilled that it has made such an impact for you and your team. It has. We have grown multi-million dollars in the last several years. And a lot of that is our budget because of the coaching. It's worth the investment. It's one of those things where we talk to a lot of leaders and what do they ask us? What's the ROI? Show us the ROI. And it is really hard because it's not a line item type of thing. It's like, look, if your people are getting better, the bottom line is going to get better because your leaders are getting better. And so what would you share to people that are saying, all right, Jessica, fine, but what's the ROI really in coaching? How do you measure the ROI? I agree with you. That's not an easy answer. For me, it really has paid off financially because it has helped me to make better decisions. Those better decisions, opportunities have arisen. Do I want to take this opportunity or not for this company? Through my coach, she helped me to think through the pluses and the minuses of them. And then I was confident in the decision that I made. So your question is an ROI. Well, dollar for dollar, and it's hard to say, well, I put this $1 in the coaching and I got $3 back. But over time, I can say that. I would say it's similar to exercising. I can't say, well, I worked out this morning and therefore I'm healthier. But if I work out regularly each week, I am healthier. And so it would be similar to that. It's a long-term investment that does improve the life of the person being coached. And in turn, it improves the company that they're leading. There's no way that it can't because if I become a better person, I'm happier, I'm calmer, I feel better with my decisions, that's going to affect those around me and make my company stronger. So circling back around with the ROI, I don't know. I would just say, hey, dude, you're just going to have to try it. 
And there you have it. That is the perfect answer. If you are getting better, your people are getting better, the business is going to get better. And we just have to believe that. And what I love about what you're doing is obviously you believe in the coaching. You started doing it. You have a dream manager. You're putting your executive team through it. Obviously, it's worked for you. And because it's worked for you, you know it's going to work for your team. And as long as everyone is growing, both personally and professionally, how could the organization not grow? It just wouldn't happen. And it does automatically. It feels better, feels happier, stronger. We came through 2020 and 2021. We ended those two years. Those were some of our better years financially and stronger as a team. Because of that strength, we're now moving forward. We've shifted into fifth gear and we are moving really fast. And it goes back to the coaching, that outlet that I had, that safe space that I was able to use when things were really hard. I could come into my office, have this discussion with Michelle, figure it out, and I knew that I was making a good decision, and it was the right thing. So I would encourage anyone that's thinking about it to do it. And there you go. I hope you loved this episode. I had the best time talking to Jessica. I really love how self-aware she is. We need to recognize, especially as leaders, like we need to know our strengths and our weaknesses. And when we do that, when we are so aware, we then can reach out to the people to support us where we need it most. She's also very intentional about her leadership. I love that she went searching for solutions when she identified some of the challenges the organization was dealing with when she first stepped into the role of CEO. What is one skill or area that you'd like to improve? Maybe it's becoming a better communicator with your team or being more strategic or intentional about your leadership style. It's so important for us to recognize, like, how are we leading our team? What are the things that we can improve so that we're not only helping our team grow, but we're continuously growing as a leader? Because that's what's so beautiful, right? When we discover those skills, it helps us become a better leader. We're also becoming a better team member, a better spouse, a better friend, a better significant other. So what is one skill you can improve that would help you in multiple areas of your life? What is one area that you really want to get good at, you want to get better at? It's definitely a question worth considering, and that is what coaching does for us. That's why having a coach, having that third-party person that is there with you, that understands your challenges, that you get to talk to every single month so that they learn a little bit more about you and your style, and they're going to see the blind spots that you don't see. They're going to see the things that you do well that you might not be giving yourself credit for and those things that you might need to consider diving into a little bit more and developing some of those skills. And that's why having a coach is so powerful. So I love this conversation with Jessica because obviously she's getting a lot out of coaching, becoming a better individual, becoming a better leader. And obviously just when we get better in certain skills, we're living a more fulfilling life because we're really tapping into our brilliance and our creativity. So if you've never considered hiring a coach, if you've never had a coach, but you're like, I don't know, maybe that would be good. Hey, you get at least an hour once a month to talk about your favorite subject, you and what's going on with you and your world and your life and your team. And coaches ask really great questions to help you figure out those next steps, those moves that you need to be making in order to help yourself grow, help your team grow, and ultimately help the organization grow. So if you're interested in learning what that might look like for you, we would love to talk to you. 
you can go to floydcoaching.com and fill out that form. And one of our team members would love to hop on the phone, chat with you about where you are now, where you want to go, and how a coach will absolutely make a huge impact in your life. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. We hope you enjoyed it. And until next time, lead with culture.